What's up, everybody? We are listening to Vessels by 21 Pilots. Beautifully written album. Highly encourage you to listen to it. I would hope you already have. They're popular enough. You've heard of them, right? You've probably made fun of them before. But you should listen to it. Listen to it from an unbiased perspective of the radio shoving it down your throat and listen to it as art that two people created. And it's, it's just it's a wonderful, wonderful piece of music that we get to listen to. All right, so um, have you ever had your legs fall asleep to the point that like it's just debilitating? You, you can't, you just, you're, you, you freeze. You don't want to move. You, you can't move. The thought of moving hurts so bad. So you just stand there and you just kind of like go stoic. Your face just stops. Everything's still. You're staring into space. I had that happen to me. Then my dog Sarah jumped on me. And it hurt so bad. It felt, you know the feeling. It was that. It's just like my legs. It was like a knife going in it. Oh, man. It was, it was really painful. But at the same time, it's, it wasn't that painful. It's a weird pain, you know? It's like obviously you would take that over actual pain. That would be terrible to deal with. But in the moment... In the moment, it's one of the worst things that could happen. But yeah, so Sarah did that. It hurt really bad. <clears throat> um, my band uh, played a show this last weekend, and I was really excited about it. I thought that all the exercise I've been doing would have me ready for it, but I learned that that is two completely different kinds of cardio. Because after the first song, I was about to black out. At one point, I was yelling, um, and I opened my eyes and it was just all white. And I was like, uh-oh, I hope I don't fall down. Because I didn't want to pass out on stage or anything. I've passed out before by overexerting myself. So I'm just always worried I'm going to do that on stage. Um, have you heard the expression food porn? You know, you'll see it on Instagram. People share pictures of food and they put hashtag food porn and stuff like that. What's up with that? It's food. Just eat it. And if it's really good, that's awesome. But like, we got a weird obsession with food right now. Or maybe always, the internet's just opened the, uh, it's pulled back the curtain. How many people do you think dressed up as babies back in the day? You know? I'd be interested in finding out, pre the internet, how many people were dressing up in diapers and wanting their spouse to treat them like a baby so they could get their rocks off, you know? I'd assume it's probably almost the same amount as there are now. You just add in now the people who would love to do that, but felt like weird to do that. But then the internet showed, hey, there's a whole bunch of people like me out there. Yeah, I, I don't know. Back to the, the food thing. I saw on the internet the other day that there is a there was a video, and it was going viral first off. So that... Like, viral also gets thrown around, you know? Have you known? Oh, it's so weird. You see titles and it's like, this video is going viral. Is it? Is it? Or did you just tell me it is? I think clickbait is out of control. I think it's just, I guess it's fine that it's legal, but it's so misleading. It's so gross. But at this point, honestly, too, like, you know what you're getting into. If you... 10 things about blah that you never knew. Number six blew my mind. If you click that, you knew what you were doing. You know, that those got me at first. At the very beginning of clickbait, I remember I was like, well, what the hell's number six? I want to know. Did it really blow your mind? And after about three times of my mind not being blown, I went, I'm never clicking these again. So I just choose not to. But 
there's these new Cheetos. Oh, yeah, yeah, this is what it is. It was Flamin' Hot Cheetos grounded up in a blender. Dry, dry. So you got all this, like, Flamin' Hot powder, and then they covered, like, mozzarella cheese, and then they fried it. And then they said... Uh, the title was something along the lines of like, this is the best thing that's ever happened. You need to have it. And it was going viral, quote unquote. There was a bunch of shares. I don't know exactly how many numbers you need for it to be counted as viral. But I was I, I shared it with a handful of my friends and family and everyone's reaction was the same. That's disgusting. So who are these people saying this looks amazing? Or is it this weird random echo chamber of people who just see something and they read the title and they're like, yeah, food porn, hashtag this is incredible. Who lives that life? How I'm, do you need you need someone to hang out with? I'll hang out with you. I'm not super free and available right now uh, with the child on its way and a dog that just demands attention. But I mean, I guess you could come and hang out with us, depending on who you are. Uh, I'm not I'm not inviting anybody, just anybody random, over to my house now. I can't do that anymore. If I lived alone, maybe I'd be more. Uh, no, no, I'm way too paranoid. I watched all of Dexter, and ever since then, I think everybody I don't know could be a serial killer. And I think that I'm kind of right. Like when I worked at Guitar Center, and all day there's just people I don't know, customers coming in. Every once in a while, I would just be like, I wonder if there's someone locked up at that guy's house right now. Then you hear about this family that had 16 children freaking handcuffed to their rooms, were allowed to shower once a year. There was feces everywhere. A 17-year-old had to break out of the house and call the police. And I think they did that for like 20 years or something. So the 17-year-old was born into captivity. And I checked, I checked Twitter and I'm hearing about this and I think it's horrific. And then you turn on the news and you see Donald Trump's drinking his water weird. And it's like, there were 17 kids just held captive for like 20 years. One, yes, it should be talked about more because people need to understand that this is real. Two, they're probably not the only ones. Isn't that horrible? Like I was talking to somebody about this this weekend. That movie, Get Out, have you seen it? It's crazy cool, crazy scary. Really, it's a good movie, but it's terrifying. And I'll tell you why it's terrifying. When it ended, my wife Haley was like, did you like it? And I was like, yeah, but it terrified me. And she was like, me too. And I was like, I think Jordan Peele, the director, think that that, I think that he thinks that that is really real or some form of what he portrayed is real. And you know what? I think he's right. I think we're that twisted. It's just, it's freaky when you, when you see some of the horrific stuff that humans are capable of. And then it blows my mind that people act like it's not, that, that they couldn't do it or that it's not a part of their group or whatever. We have these teams and we're all broken off into teams and we lump everybody into it. And it's everyone who considers themselves this acts the same. That is not true. We're all people and people are flawed. So every group has flawed people. They're yeah, like freaking the NFL. All of a sudden, everyone's like, the NFL has a domestic violence problem now. No, 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 it probably always did. We just now started finding out about it. And I bet you that the plumbing industry has domestic violence problems. I bet you that the uh, cooking industry, the music industry, I mean, anywhere that there is a huge sample size of people, there's going to be a domestic violence problem somewhere because that's a problem. So how do we fix that problem? You know how we don't fix it? Put a billboard on the side of the highway so that when the domestic violence 
person sees it on the side of the road, he can be like, I'm not supposed to do that. I heard Bill Burr say that once. It made so much sense. He was like, what's with these, these billboards? Is some wife beater on his way home going, oh my God, I'm not supposed to do that? It's a great point. I'm not going to go into it because it's his thing. Uh, just watch it. Watch all of his specials. It's in one of them. I think it is in the second one or third one. It doesn't matter. Um, watch all of them. He's great. But it's just... I think right now our reactionary culture and our lack of processing abilities, we tend to make a big deal about what's going on, but we're not talking about how to fix it. I wish we were talking more about how to fix things. I I just, I get nervous sometimes watching what's going on. And I'm like, is anyone really trying to fix this or do we just want to pick sides and argue? The Women's March happened a couple days ago and there's a bunch of people all mad about it. Let them do what the hell they want. Just let them do it. All right? If you're you're not against women, then let them do it. All right? Oh, snap. I just got a text with a freaking bomb drop. I can't tell you about it because it's private, but it's juicy. But I'm not going to tell you about it. But, you know, I'm not going to dive into the whole feminist thing because I'm not a woman. I don't know what to say. You know what I can say, though? You know, I just don't get it. I, I'm a little overwhelmed with it. I, I, I want to... I just hope that people much smarter than me can speak into your lives and help guide y'all through this process. Not that you need guiding, but everyone can use an outside perspective to help them figure out the direction they're going. And I hope that I hope that you get the things that you need and I hope you don't get the things that are irrational and would not work out. You know, and I hope you realize that certain things that you may be saying you want now I'm way in over my head, so I'm going to bail. I just want you to know I got your back. Just just stop yelling at me. Stop yelling at me, okay? I'm not mad at you. I had one girlfriend in eighth grade for about a month, and then it was just too much to deal with, so we broke up. And then I got another girlfriend my senior year, and that was Haley. We dated for six years, and then we got married. That's my experience with women. I have a sister and a mom, Okay. That's what I got to go off of. I shouldn't be speaking on this. I just, I want you to know that I'm here and I'm out of your way. Okay? Okay, cool. Can we be cool? I would love to be cool. It would be, it would be great. It would be great to be able to pass each other on the streets and just be like, hey, we're on the same team because we're freaking humans. We're humans. All right? All right? Uh, so I keep spilling my drinks on my face. Does that make sense? Like, have you ever gone to take a drink out of like your water and it leaks out of the sides? I have a theory. I played hockey for a while. I played baseball for a long time. I played lots of sports growing up. And when it was really hot, you kind of learned to like drink water and spill it out of your mouth on purpose. So it would cool you off. And I think that messed me up because I, I'm really been struggling I'm really been struggling. I have really been struggling for like a year, I guess. I get in the car and I take a drink and it just spills on me. I don't know what it is, but it's really annoying because, you know, you wear certain color shirts and then it clearly shows up that you got water all over you and I come walking in and I look like I'm just drooling, drooling all over myself. Also, where I live, the speed limit is 75 miles an hour on the highway. So 
of course, everyone's going at least five over. So that means I'm now going 80 freaking miles an hour. So I'm driving down the highway. It's 80. I'm going 80 miles an hour and cars are flying by me. So now I'm supposed to go even faster or just get out of your way, but every lane's doing it. So I have a question to any police officer that might ever hear this and then run into me and talk to me. What am I supposed to do? Am I just supposed to be in everyone's way and not break the law? Or am I supposed to just go with the You always hear just go with the flow of traffic. What if the flow of traffic is like 10, 15 miles an hour over the speed limit? Now I'm going almost 90 miles an hour. And so I'm breaking the law. I'm going way too fast for my old car. I just, I don't even feel safe. I don't feel safe. What am I supposed to do? (sighs) Stressful times. Guess what I found out? I should probably Google this so I could tell you more things, but I'll just let you Google it. We'll we'll all agree that this is an interesting story and it could be true. But I heard that there was someone who had a bowel infection and they helped heal it by taking poop out of someone else and putting it inside that person who had the infection. How weird would that be to poop out someone else's poop? It's kind of interesting, though. I used to wish so bad that you could go to the bathroom for someone. Because, like, you know at a restaurant, when someone gets up to go get a refill, you're like, hey, could you get some for me? Could you refill this for me? It would be so dope if you could be, like, if you're at a booth and it's one of those round booths and you're the guy all the way in. So there's three people on either side of you and you got to go to the bathroom and someone else gets up to go pee. You're like, hey, could you pee for me? And they'd be like, yeah, sure. That'd be so cool. What'd be weird, though, is for the person peeing, would you be peeing and you'd pee your part? And then you'd be like, oh, man, here comes Jason's. Oh, then you're peeing. So you've been eating asparagus lately, man. That'd be terrible. But. Maybe you wouldn't notice. I don't know. That's probably never going to happen. As much as I love to talk about futuristic possibilities, being able to pee and poop for someone else is probably not it. Except in the scenario in which they take poop out of someone and put it in you, because apparently that's already happened. I want to look up what the word ornate means. I keep hearing it, and I have no clue. Well, it's weird, though, is I kind of get it. Like I've heard it enough in the same context that I, I, I don't like... My brain doesn't stop when I hear it, but... I just don't understand if I had to tell you what it meant. Made in an intricate shape or decorated with complex patterns. An ornate wrought iron railing. Interesting. Okay. So just intricate shape or decorated with complex patterns. So like the Catholic church inside would probably have a bunch of ornateness. Is that a way to use it? Could you say ornateness? There's a lot of ornateness. Fancy, fussy, ostentatious. That's a synonym. What does ostentatious mean? Characterized by vulgar or pretentious display. Designed to impress or attract notice. Interesting. That's like most uh, titles for articles now, news articles. You know what's interesting? Have you, have you ever, uh, what is it called? It's uh, someone's number. Uh, Bronson's number that's not it something some I'm gonna type someone (laughs) hold on hold on I got an idea how many friends can you have and it's gonna bring up this some guy's number that's apparently a theory or something like that Dunbar that's it Dunbar's number all right Dunbar's number. I'm going to read to you guys. I said Bronson. What the hell is Bronson? I'll Google that real quick. I'll edit this out maybe. Depends on how I'm feeling and how much work I want to put into this. Bronson is a 2008 British fictionalized biographical crime drama. Huh. 
Maybe I just heard that. I was alive in 2008. So Dunbar's number. Dunbar's number. You ever heard of this? You probably have. If not, here we go. Robin Dunbar is a very smart man, an anthropologist and evolutionary psychologist. Dunbar's fame largely focuses around a single number, 150. The theory of Dunbar's number posits that posits P-O-S-I-T-S. Never heard that one before. That 150 is the number of individuals with whom any one person can maintain stable relationships. So you definitely have met and maybe made over 150 friends. So that means what I'm about to say is possible. Forgetting your friends. Have you ever forgot you've had friends? I've, I have. And it sounds rude, but with the 150 theory, just give me some slack. Because it's going to get brighter. I almost think it's neat when you forgot that you had a friend. Because when you run into them, there's just certain friends I have that they'll pop up. And I'll be like, oh, shit, what's up, dude? And and your brain is literally going, I forgot that we were friends, and I'm so glad to see you again. You know what's weird is I've been getting older, more people are moving. Like, I've had two separate friends, four friends, I guess, total. Four friends in like a year have moved away. And uh, I was getting really close with them and really glad to be in their life and them being mine. And they moved, and I was really sad, but you know what? I wasn't as sad as I could have been or as I was in the past. And you know what I think made me learn to not get so depressed? The last five years, the band that I play in has been doing at least two tours a year. So um, Earlier when we were younger and less married and less kids having, uh, we would do like maybe four in a year. And I think I got used to making really close friends and then not seeing them again for a while. But that's there's a bright side to that. Like my friends, that the four friends this year that I had moved, I'm not sad because I'm a, I'm gonna see them again. We'll run into each other. I can see them on the internet first off. I know it's not the same, but I'm gonna go to where they live. They'll come back here. We'll make time to see each other. It's not over, you know. So it's weird that that's been a little bit of a uh, bright in my step, bright in my step, kick in my step. What do you guys? What do you guys want to learn? You get what I'm saying, right? Oh, yeah. So I'm going to try to start doing this thing, too. So um, you can follow me at on Twitter at Gore Johnny Gore. Gore Johnny Gore. You know? I'm not going to spell it. There's no H. I don't care if you put an H when you're, like, writing it on my cup, like my Starbucks cup. But I don't... If you're going to try to find me on Twitter, there needs to be no H. Um... I've got an Instagram. You'll find it. That's not as interesting. Don't worry about Facebook. So yeah, follow me on Twitter. I, I kind of babble. I'll retweet. I don't really. I don't come up with my own stuff to say too often because I hate. I I like this. This is why I think my my heart wanted to do a podcast for so long because I, I don't want to type a little thing and then be like, here, you know, it can only be this long. I don't feel like I fully expressed myself. Um, it takes a while. My thumbs mess the buttons. There's just the amount of things I don't want to do to be able to just post overweigh the dopamine release of posting. You know what I mean? So I just kind of let it happen when it happens. But this, this is a little bit easier, a little bit more enjoyable. So yeah, uh, follow me on that if you want. You don't have to. I really, I'm not worried about it. I'm stressing. 
I'm not stressing. You know what I am stressing about? Having a kid. It's like three weeks away. I'm going to have a little boy. I won't tell you his name, but it's a cool name. Um, Man, I can't wait to love him. It's going to be so cool. Oh, man. For the first time, yesterday, for the first time, I, uh, okay. So when I first was thinking about having a kid, you think about like, he's going to, all the different ages and all the fun and stuff like that. But the last several months, I've just kind of been thinking there's going to be a baby in my house and I'm going to have to figure out how to hold it, how to like change it, wipe it and all that stuff. But for the first time in months yesterday, I imagined him being like six and I was like, oh snap, this thing's going to grow up. So then I was like, I, I, this is, I'll tell you exactly what I told Haley. I said, do you realize that eventually our kid is going to grow up to just be some dude? It's just going to be another dude. So my goal is to make sure that he's not another dude in the way being a pain in everyone's ass. If I can make sure that when he grows up, he's another dude that when you do run into him, he brings joy or entertainment to your life or comfort, you know, positive things. That'll be great. But boy, is it going to be interesting trying to figure out how to raise him. That's kind of what's fun about doing this whole podcast thing is like, I'm going to be able to like, uh, chronalize, craw, keep up, write down. What is the word I'm looking for? Catalog. We'll say catalog. I'll be able to catalog my experiences raising a child. Maybe one day he can hear it. I wonder what he'll think. I'll be like, Dad, Dad, you were weird. I was like, Yeah, man, I was weird. I had some friends though. I had some friends and I had some fun, and my wife was a Babe, I had someone ask me if my wife was blind the other day. <laughs> and I was like, no, why? And he was like, he just looked at me. I, I think he thought I would get it right away. And I was like, no, she's not blind. Why? <laughs> and he was like, because she's with you. And I was like, yeah, no, I think I just caught her at a good time, a rebellious phase, man. <laughs> I lucked out. First year of college, she was feeling a little rebellious. Somehow when she saw me, I fit whatever that she was looking for. And then I just had to figure out how to not lose her, you know, doing pretty good so far. I only, this is the only advice I have when it comes to this stuff. Marry someone that you want to hang out with for the rest of your life. Imagine, do I, when, when do I want to stop hanging out with this person? And if the answer is never, try marrying them. There's other things too, but that's that's a big one for me because I, I also luck out because she's so freaking beautiful and then all the other good things too. But isn't it cool that, I mean, I, I'm not bragging. I'll say this. I just feel hashtag blessed that I get to just, as long as I can stay alive, I've got this really pretty, really sweet, really nice, really funny friend that just wants to spend time with me. And we get to make babies together. You know, I want to have babies. We're having one. I want to have multiple. I want a little girl because I want to spoil the hell out of her. And then Haley, Haley will be like, oh, she's such a little brat. And I'll be like, no, she's a princess. You know, that whole dynamic. I feel like that. I feel like there's a reason there's mama's boys and then daddy's girls. That sounds way dirtier though. Why does daddy's go? You know what's really funny <laughs> is uh, if you have a kid and you make women call you daddy, there's something going on. I never thought about it as a kid. It sounded funny when I was in like high school. I remember I had a, a certain manager at uh, the skate park that I worked at. I won't say his name, but if he ever listens to this, you know who you are. He would say the funniest shit, and um, he would just randomly, whenever a girl would be like mad at him or something, he'd be like, call me daddy, all right? 
it was so mean, but so funny. But as I get older, it's kind of weird, you know? Like, in the way he meant it, it wasn't because he was just being passive and just sarcastic and it was funny. But, like, if, if I, if when my child is here and if I had two of them, and then I'm like in the bedroom doing married things with Haley and I'm like, call me daddy. That's weird, right? What, what am I trying to get? What is trying to be satisfied in that situation? Maybe it's not bad. I'm going to let y'all decide. I'm just going to say that that's not something I'm interested in doing, but it is funny sounding. So a couple months ago, we got my dog, Sarah, my pretty Sarah. Hello, sweetie. So a few months ago, we took her to get her uh, fixed, spaded, whatever, you know. And we took her to the SPCA because it was cheap. The same reason all of you did that too. I just dropped her off and they're like, come back in like four or five hours or whatever. And then I came back and I picked her up and she had some stitches and a cone and everything went as planned. How do I know they didn't like take like an extra spleen or something? Do you think they're doing that? Do you think there's any SPCA place where they're like performing procedures on dogs, but then they're like taking their spleens and like one kidney or some stuff like that and just slowly harvesting all these animal organs? You got to figure out, is there any advantages to having extra animal organs lying around? If there is, then it's probably happening. Doesn't that stink? Doesn't that stink that that that's probably right? Goodness. Goodness gracious, people. Shira, I love you. I hope you have everything but whatever they took out so you can't have babies. Love you. Y'all hear that? Did you hear how good I'm getting at that? I've been practicing. It's kind of getting fun. It's fun because she responds to it. And so it makes life so much easier. So I found out eye contact is really important for a baby. So I'm going to be staring in that dude's eyes like all the time. What do you remember? What do you remember before you got here? Tell me. I can't wait. can't wait. I'm going to ask him so many more questions and he'll ask me. It's going to be so much fun. With that, I'm gonna go. One of my uh, one of my goodest friends in the whole world is coming over to record a great song, so we're gonna do that. Anyways, you guys enjoy yourself. I'll talk to you later. 